Should I do it this time? Sure, we'll take turns. Okay. Uh, all right, hi and welcome to Backstreet's Back, whatever, uh, Backstreet Boys podcast. This is episode number three. Uh, part two. Uh, right, which is also a part two from episode two, which is a part one. Uh yeah, sorry, that's very confusing. <laughs> we stumped you yet. Right, Keep so, listening, it gets better. <laughs> so this is the second part of us talking about the Backstreet Boys cruise, um, cruises, mm-hmm. or at least just the one that uh, Taylor was on. Oh, wait, I forgot to say I'm Jacob. So, <laughs> yes, so I'm Jacob. I'm Taylor. Uh, we are the co-host of the show. Uh, so yeah, so last time we uh, we started talking about uh, the first couple of days and stuff that happened during the uh, during Taylor's uh, adventures on the Backstreet Boys uh, European cruise from 2016. Yeah. Um, but uh, if you listen to that episode, obviously we didn't get to cover everything because there's a lot. So this episode we're gonna pick back up from it. Uh, but before we begin, uh, I meant to do this, we meant to do this on the first episode, but we uh, forgot, uh, so I want to do it now. So, if you've heard our episodes, uh, you'll notice that we have some theme music and break music and outro music, which is the same as the intro. Uh, I would just want to give credit to Kylo Kaz. Uh, we, we went on a website uh, that was like a free music sharing website uh, for whoever wanted to use uh, whatever audio was or music was uploaded uh, so we we found his we really liked it we thought it fit really well and made our stuff sound like NPR so so we used it so yeah so thank you Kylo Kaz uh, that is the music that you hear at the beginning end and in between everything on this podcast so thank you and then uh taylor has uh some uh other uh people that she would like to mention so i'm gonna hand it off to her uh cool yeah so um first and foremost so now we're at episode three and we were uh so excited when we did episode two and we had 30 something listeners and now with uh, episode i think the first episode only out at this time we are up to 66 so thank you guys for all of your support and um i know that there's been a couple people we just wanted to give some shout outs to some like really cool fans that have been dedicated and liking all of our posts and uh giving us comments and kudos uh and some personal friends too so on facebook uh there is a fan katia r who is always uh liking our stuff so big shout out to her um on instagram we have a fellow fan um Anna Delfina 1994 uh, obscure backstreet uh, shout out to those people and then uh, on Instagram well Instagram as well as Twitter uh, we have another follower Jackie uh, who is really awesome and uh, participated in our Q&A today that we did and uh, she is I'm finding her Twitter handle she has some friends that do a uh, NKO um, I was going to say NKOGBSP, but a New Kids on the Block uh, podcast, and it's also a 80s, 90s podcast called My So-Called Whatever Podcast. So if you're into 
80s, 90s music podcast and that type of genre. Check them out. Um, they got a lot of episodes on there for you to jump in and listen to. Um, so Jackie, a big uh, shout out to you as well. And then just some of our uh, friends and fans who have been really awesome. Uh, shout out to Carrie and Anna and Natalie who have been listening and Julie from all of our episodes or the one that they've listened to and have been very responsive with all their feedback. So thank you to all of you guys and please continue to spread the word about our podcast, share it, give us feedback, uh, ask us tons of questions. Uh, we love all of your input. So that's all I've got, Jacob. So uh, yeah, thank you to everybody who's been following our pages, following uh, us on Instagram, uh, Facebook, SoundCloud, Twitter. Uh, thanks for everybody's feedback. Thanks for everybody's support. Um, it really means a lot to us. Uh, yeah. So, uh, one thing I wanted to touch on. Um, was so last time uh or on the last episode we uh we were talking about well obviously we're talking about the cruise but one of the things that came up was uh taylor had mentioned an altercation with a fan and uh we we actually are recording this after editing that last episode and i made sure to take note to see if we had uh if that story had concluded during that podcast which it hadn't it was just mentioned so so actually uh so taylor would you like to tell us what that altercation with the fan i think you just mentioned that it happened and then i think we started to get into some other stuff so we weren't able to pick up on it so yeah so taylor uh you just want to tell us um uh just everything about that yeah so i know we got a little distracted uh last episode but i did mention that uh, I think on the third the third night of our cruise, um, I got into an altercation with the fan. So just to give you just a brief backstory, um, I should say the setting of this cruise is not meant for someone who is going to sleep and relax. Like that's just the tone of that. It's one big party, four days in a row, and that's where that's at. Um, um, sorry, I have yeah. a question. <laughs> Since <laughs> sure. you brought that up, I mean, I feel like that's an obvious, but. Uh, was there anybody that actually did that? Sleep and relax? Yeah. I mean, um, w- uh, well, okay, so <laughs> so you went with a friend, and we'll touch on this later. You went sure. with a friend, but she was a, uh, she was in the Backstreet Boys. Um, like, uh, was there anybody that had brought a friend who was just there for moral support but really didn't care? Um, I didn't meet any of those people, so if there was, I didn't know about it. Okay. But, um, but what happened? There are there were some people who, if they did the cruise and the days that you got to go um, on land to visit France or Italy, some mm-hmm. of those people stayed behind and, and slept all day on the cruise. So there's a couple girls we met that were like, "Oh, we always go to France." So we just stayed and lounged by the pool all day and rest up for the after parties 
in the evening. So we didn't do that because obviously we'd never been to France before and my friend never went to Italy before. So of course, like if we're going there, we're going to see those places. So we, you know, woke up as soon as we docked uh, that country and went to go visit. So mind you, so just to give you a snippet of how that day looked. So 7 a.m., we arrive at the country. We get up at 7. We go tour the country for the day. We're running around all over the place, you know, visiting sites and, and things like that. We have to get back by the boat by 5 because then the boat will dock at that point. And then every evening, there's there's dinner at 6 or 7. There's an activity around 7 or 8. And then there's an after party that starts at 11. Hmm. But... Um, it doesn't really start at 11 because there's this thing called backstreet time and backstreet time, uh, for, (laughs) it's a thing. It's a real fucking thing. Um, and how it works is that a event will start at 11 that they are supposed to appear at for this after party. And then 11 till question mark, they might show up some nights. It didn't start until one. Some nights it didn't start till midnight. So whatever their after party is, whether it's outside or indoors, um, indoors if it was raining mostly, um, then you're waiting indoors in this lobby area of wherever this after party is assigned for at least an hour while the DJ's playing some music. You don't know when they're coming out and you can't move from your spot because the second you move, someone will take it and you've like plant. It's like basically if you're waiting for tickets that are going on sale and you've brought your tent and your chair and you're not going anywhere until the tickets start selling, that is literally every night at this after party. So at least what I will give them credit for is that at the, they would party until four or five in the morning with you. Sure. Can I just say something? Yeah. So backstreet time. So that just means that you're not really sure when it's going to happen. That's right. So that's uh, uh that existed before the Backstreet Boys. Um, <laughs> uh, the Backstreet and, uh, Boys invented it. Well, and it's real. Uh, it started. I think it started with punk shows, and it was called Punk Time. Was it really? Yeah. Well, uh, I remember uh, like even when I was a kid, like. Uh, You've seen flyers for like hardcore and punk shows, mm-hmm. and it would say, um, you know, uh, how like where it was at, which usually wouldn't put the address, it would just say the name of the venue, which you'd have to know, uh, what the cover was, if there was one, and then the time, uh, which sometimes would just say punk time, which means you know, show up by at least 11. Um, but yeah, punk time. That's really what it is. Punk so time. So are the Backstreet Boys <laughs> punk then? Uh, no, that's not what I was saying. <laughs> it sounded kind of like that's what you were saying. It's not at all. I, I think that was kind of a similar comparison. I right. don't see any differences there. Well, we can choose to disagree, <laughs> but also choose to agree that I'm right. <laughs> I think I said it, and then you're like, this makes me think of punk. So, therefore, I think I was right, and the Backstreet Boys are punk, and you just don't want to admit that openly, and that's okay. That's like saying that, uh, <laughs> that's like saying, okay, uh, you know, One Direction is a boy band, mm-hmm. so that must mean that 
because I had never heard of any other boy band before, One Direction is the first boy band. Would you say that One Direction is the first boy band? I would not say that. Yeah. So Backstreet Time is actually just punk time. Because they're kind of punk. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, we're going to edit all of this out. Gonna be great. We'll pull it later. We'll see what people say. Um, yeah. yeah. So, so up until now, we're as we're coming to day three. It's been three nights of lack of sleep, uh, touring around parts of Europe, some excessive drinking, lack of sleep again, and um, also jet lag. Obviously. Um, so there's some irritation. So. Because usually the after parties are out outdoors in the, the boat deck, but half of our trip it was raining, so the after parties had to get moved inside, which was a fucking nightmare, to say the least. Because mm. what made it impossible was that these the after parties on the boat outside can fit a thousand people. The after party inside the boat cannot really fit 1,000 people into a room. So what they decided by night three when it was raining was, we're going to take each five of the boys, we're going to designate them into a room. We're not telling you what room they're going to. So you can decide whatever room you go to, and then you'll be surprised by whoever shows up there, is Mm. basically how that happened. So my friend and I went upstairs to this like uh, VIP in the top level uh, party room and they're setting up the ropes and it's empty at this point because we got there I'd say probably around like eight o'clock and we're just sitting having some drinks like having a good time and come 10:30, it starts filling up really quickly and then 11:30 is when they all start going to these rooms so it's basically my friend is sitting down in a chair there's velvet rope around her and I'm standing next to her also in this roped area so in theory nobody should be trampling this space because it's roped off and it's secure for the most part Mm -hmm. so um, all the fans start filling up the room and there's these girls right outside the velvet rope area we have a table we have chairs it's a spot that people shouldn't be trampling on and all of a sudden, the person that's coming up to this room is Nick, and, and people lose their shit. <laughs> I mean, it's like the gators in the with the marshmallow chicken, whatever analogy. It's just right. like that. And he decided to come by where we were standing. So these girls start hounding around us, and it felt like it really felt like hyenas were surrounding us because they didn't give a fuck who where we were sitting or if we were even there they could care less because Nick was right by us and so at this point my friend is sitting down and she is not standing up I am at this point definitely drunk and (laughs) definitely drunk um and I get when it comes to my friends in general if there is anybody who I feel harms threatens or is mean to my friends Um, I don't tolerate that and I especially don't tolerate it when I'm drinking Mm -hmm. so at this point the girls are are now blocking my friend they are standing in front of her some of them are literally leaning on top of her it's like she doesn't even exist 
and they have all like almost are climbing over her so i turned to this one girl and i was like you need to back the fuck up off my friend right now mm-hmm. because you're pissing me off and she and and i don't care that the even before like this happened it was very much like these girls wanted to get selfies i felt like when i was on the boat we were all playing a game of pokemon go and we're all like i gotta get a selfie with aj in a jersey and then i gotta get a selfie of brian with a sports uniform on because there were themes every night so they had to like it felt like i have to collect all these selfies with them and get all this stuff Hmm. and i understand when you're there you want to make the most of it but at the same time, when you are being rude or disrespectful to someone else, at what point does that really matter if you need to get what you need to get at that point? And so when these girls were, some of them, were stomping over my friend and getting in her face and not acknowledging that she was a human being because they had to get that selfie with Nick in a white tux, um, it just made me have a little bit uh, loss of respect for what we were doing there at that moment in time. Cause I'm like, you are not even thinking about anybody here as a person. You are thinking that this is a collector's item and I don't respect you. Like that is how I felt at that moment. So I turned to this girl and I got in her face and I told her to back up. And then she's like, we could do whatever we want to do. And we could take a picture with Nick. And I was like, you are thirsty as hell is what I said to her. I was like, you need to back up because this is obnoxious. It's just a picture with Nick. You probably already have 20 pictures with Nick and you're acting like a psycho. And she was not getting out of my face. And I was like, no, listen, bitch, get out of my face right now because I will punch you in your fucking face and get up off my friend. I'm very serious. And she... um, she just like kind of stared at me and i'm sorry i'm just gonna say this right now she looked like the girl from dream that accused nick of assault so i already like as i picture her in my mind i'm like picturing this girl from dream i'm like no i really don't like you and now you make me angry but anyway i digress and if this girl ever hears this podcast it should be like i don't look like her and i never said that who knows well we'll find out one day but or not um, so then that happened and <laughs> she, at this point, like I'm starting to get really, really red. And I, I'm like, I told, um, my friend Jamie, I'm like, we, we can't stay here. Like I can't stay in this room because now I'm feeling anxiety. I'm getting in her face. These girls are toppling over you. Like, this is not even fun. Mm-hmm. I'm not having fun and we can't do this. Um, and she's like, no, let's go. Let's just get out of here. And so I get up. And so because, or I was already standing, but I'm moving forward. So this girl thought that I was coming in on her. And she's like, I told you, I told you we're not going to be over your friend. I just told you that. I was like, no, I'm asking, I'm not even like saying anything to you. I I wasn't going to hit you. I'm just saying I need to, you need to move now so I can leave this room. And they wouldn't move to let you out. And I'm like, no you need to move i'm having anxiety and i will actually hit you please get out of my way at this point so now like they've tried to part ways so they would let us go and i start like i get to my room at this point and i'm crying hysterically because i'm like i'm not enjoying this i'm tired and i'm drunk and these girls are insane 
and, and I'm like, and I miss my cats. And I just like so like emotional at this point. And then, uh, and then my friend Jamie was like, it's, it's okay. Let's just stay in the room tonight. So then that was how night three ended of the four night cruise. Wow. That, uh, yeah. uh, that, that's my story. Wow. <laughs> that, uh, this, this podcast has become really dark, really fast. Uh, Tune in next week where we look at the toll that being a Backstreet Boys fan takes on the human psyche. All right, and we're back. Uh, (laughs) um, After that extremely grim uh, story. Uh, I don't ever want to... I'm. I don't even want to edit this episode. I don't want to listen to that story again. That was uh, rough. Um, yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. This. <laughs> this is not what I expected when I uh, signed up for uh, Backstreet Boys podcast. I thought it was going to be fun and silly and maybe some in-depth, uh, you know, touching personal stuff, but nothing like this. Nothing like this. <laughs> so uh so I guess Taylor from what from what we can take already from this part of the cruise episode which mm-hmm. is a lot less lighthearted than our first part uh i guess what we can take is that uh so you've seen some shit is that it you know what night three was the worst moment but that wasn't the whole emphasis of the cruise that was just the worst moment because you asked me about the fan altercation so i'm telling you about it nights two and four were a total success and they were great yeah. So it was just it was just that night when you have again I just want to emphasize lots of drunk girls sleep deprived partying three days in a row at this point does not make for a success that's all I'm saying sure some stressful times yeah uh, yeah please don't ask me to go to one of these ever <laughs> uh. just don't go to the after parties that's all. Everything else was totally organized and fine, but those after parties are stressful as shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> um, That's why I said it was it was hell and it was wonderful all at the same time. Yeah. Because I think by day four, I, I, if I could just... <laughs> I had a very embarrassing moment happen at day four. So we're getting... <laughs> Um, so day, <laughs> day four in the morning. I'm trying to think of what a, what a Backstreet Boys hell would be like. <laughs> would that be like, uh, so you're stuck in hell and the Backstreet Boys are performing, mm-hmm. but it's actually in sync? <laughs> that, that could be it. That could be it. I think you but know- you paid, but you paid Backstreet Boys price. I did. <laughs> I and, you set your, uh, and you set your uh, watch to Backstreet Time? <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. I think Backstreet Boys Hell is when you're on the boat with them and you know you're going to be with them 
and yet all of these people keep getting in your way of what you're trying to accomplish when you're trying to get on the goddamn boat. That's hell. That is hell right there. Because you're like, God damn it. Everybody's trying to do this. You know what it is? It's The Bachelor. It is The Bachelor on a boat. That is what that is. Because it's like five guys and then... Five guys, good restaurant. Sorry. (laughs) I just had to plug that. Five guys, good restaurant. Okay, sorry. It's five guys and what? (laughs) Five guys on a boat, a thousand women, only five can give you roses, and then you got to fight off with all the other girls to get your damn rose. Is, uh, sorry... Is rose code for something else? <laughs> no, it's not. Actual roses? Um, I, yes. Ooh, on The Bachelor, anyway. This but... really sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> oh, is that a thing on The Bachelor? Yeah, The Bachelor the, the Bachelor gives a rose to whoever he proposes to. I don't, let me, let me also say I don't watch The Bachelor, and I hate it, and I think the premise is horrible, but when I think of this experience, I think of The Bachelor, because all of these women want to get to that guy, and that guy is surrounded by all these women, and it is a, it's a jungle. It's a jungle. So you'd uh, you'd do it again in a heartbeat. I probably would. Yeah, you know, and uh, <laughs> you know, you've been swearing a lot uh, on this episode. <laughs> I think that uh, that altercation story really got you riled it up. It really did. But you know what? I'm surprised that you're not still on the boat because you curse like a sailor. <laughs> do I really? <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh, you're not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, I'm not really. I'm um, sorry. No, so night. So day four. So the night after, or the morning after this stressful altercation, we all have to get in line to take a group shot with the Backstreet Boys, and they're like, you get like these professional photos that you could take with them. You get to meet them. So if for any reason you haven't been able to meet them after four days of this cruise, this is your formal opportunity to get to meet them and take this photo. Mm. So I am a tad bit hungover. Sure. Uh, a little cranky. What were you drinking? Uh, I was drinking Sex on the Beach. Um, I what? thought it was cute and funny because we were on a boat. I sure. thought, Yeah. You know there's no beaches on a boat though. But it was like island tropical theme. So I thought I was being themey. And I didn't know boat drinks other than that one. Um, what do the pirates drink? Rum. That's true. You could have just, you know, got a jug of rum <laughs> with an eye patch. <laughs> I could <laughs> uh, Maybe just sprinkle a little bit of scurvy on yourself. <laughs> I could have, and I didn't think about that. Maybe the scurvy would have landed me closer to meeting them. Maybe. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm a tad bit hungover and cranky, more sleep-deprived than I was as of night three, and uh, we all are waiting in line to take these photos with, these, with the guys. So we are in line for probably an hour and a half at this point, and we finally get up to them. And the first person I see is Brian. And 
um, I get up and he shakes my hand and he's like, are you having a great time on the cruise? And then I said, I bet you are so glad that this cruise is almost over, is what I said. Mm. And the look of shock on his face um, was was enough to speak volumes because at first he looked like he was going to agree and then he like took in what I said and he's like, no, we're like doing this for you guys. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm sure you're probably like glad this is almost over because I and then I couldn't stop putting my foot in my mouth at this point because I'm like, I've had it. You must have it too. Cause if I'm done, you must want to be done as well. Sure. And then he looked mortified <laughs> that I said that. And then I'm like, okay, bye. And then I just like scurried on and like shook hands with everyone else and shut my mouth. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, maybe, I can't <laughs> believe I said that. Maybe he was mortified because what you, what you said about it being almost over hit home with him. <laughs> So he was like, oh, damn, I'm going to have to go home soon to see my wife and kids. And that sounds like a nightmare. No, his wife was with him on the boat. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> she, Does he have kids? He he has a son, yeah, who's 16. Oh. Yeah. Oh, God. Being 16 and your dad's a Backstreet Boy, that sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> no, I think he's enjoying it because he has a nice little, uh, I think he's like trying to do a music career right now. And oh, he's one of those uh, child yeah. leeches who <laughs> tries to leech off the success of their parents. Yeah, he. But so he's, he's probably he's probably not making anything on the same scale as uh, Will Smith. No, I think he's like right now. He's in the beginning stages of making music. I know that. So I follow him. Uh, I follow his son Bailey, Ooh, his wife Leanne, and that is creepy. Like you hide in the bushes. No, no, I follow them on Instagram. Oh, didn't say that. And that's what I was trying to say. Oh, well, you didn't say that, so okay, it just sounded like. I follow like... Bailey and Leanne on Instagram. There you go. Um, and uh, he was doing um broadway like off broadway plays for a while oh, okay for the last like couple years and now nice. he's in the recording studio doing his own music cool so i don't know what any of that sounds like uh but he's in the beginning stages of doing that hmm. uh, but it's crazy to think that like brian has a like 16 or 15 year old son um his wife actually um they met on the video set of as long as you love me so she's one of the girls in that uh, video, and that's where they met. In the chair one with the jeans and the black shirt? That's right. Ooh. She's the one with the long blonde hair I'll have to show you after this podcast, and that's where they met. Oh. And then she makes uh, a cameo appearance in their music video, I'll Never Break Your Heart, but they already dated. they're already dating at this time. Nice. Yeah. Um, how long were they dating? Uh, well, uh, maybe we should just save this for the Brian episode. Okay, yeah. Because we'll uh, I'd like to touch on that. Okay. Uh, but, um, so let's step back. Back uh, to the cruise. So I think where we, moment. I think right before we tan, went off on a tangent, mm-hmm. uh, thanks to yours truly, mm-hmm. uh, Brian was... Embarrassed. Uh, as was, was I. Was affected by your comment about the um, the cruise being almost over. Uh-huh. That's uh, right. And then what? 
Um, no, then I just uh, shut my mouth and then shook the rest of their hands and took a picture um, in between Kevin and Nick, and then I never spoke of it again mm. because, yeah, that was kind of it. And, well, I mean, of course, I told Jamie, I'm like, yeah, I think I just had my most embarrassing moment happen right now. Do you think they, uh, <laughs> do you think, <laughs> do you think they have nightmares about you where they wake <laughs> up in, like, cold sweats because they just saw the face of that, uh, that, uh, woman on the Backstreet Boys cruise who was drinking rum from a jug with a pirate, uh, with an eye, eye patch. patch. <laughs> With uh, uh, scurvy <laughs> sprinkled all over her. Oh, dear God. <laughs> I thought that, so I met them one more time after the cruise had ended. Yeah. And I was uh, mortified because every time I meet them, people are always like, oh, do you think they remember you? And they never do, uh, which is disappointing in itself. But I, this was the one time, I'll tell you, where I was like, I really hope that Brian doesn't remember me. And he does not remember that question that I asked him because that would be great if, if he could not. And so we were in Vegas and we did a meet and greet. And of course, like Brian was the first person to come up to me. And most of the time he is. And in my head, I was like, I feel like he knows who I am and he's just fucking with me at this point, mm -hmm. but he'll never tell me. That's what the fear that I have in the back of my head. So I said, uh, so he was like, oh, is this your first time, you know, at the Vegas show? And I'm like, no, yes, yes, it's my first time here. And it was. And then he was really nice and he gave me a hug. And then I was like, yes, let's not pretend that happened on the cruise, Brian. Yes. So that, that is, um, hopefully he doesn't know and they don't have nightmares of the only drunk girl, I'm sure, on that cruise who did not have the best time. I wonder, <laughs> uh, maybe I shouldn't even say this. Nah, you can always edit it out. Okay. What are you laughing at, the thing you haven't said yet? Yeah. Okay. okay. All right, so, uh, all right, so we're back. I'm going to ask my terrible, terrible question. All right. Or I guess it's more of like a thought. Mm -hmm. So do you think when the Backstreet Boys are on these uh, cruises or at these big events and they look out onto the crowd, do you think they see, you know, an uh, audience of, you know, mostly women uh, and some men? Or do you think they just see bags of money? Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't think they see bags of money. Okay. I think they actually see people. Maybe. People made out of money. <laughs> uh, and you can, uh, and it's not like I don't have a favorite one, like one of my favorite bands that doesn't do cruises also that seem probably like they're extremely expensive. Mm -hmm. uh, 311 does a cruise. They do cruises mm -hmm. probably like once every two years or whenever they get around to it. Yeah. Uh, and it looks like it's really expensive. I feel like if I could afford it, I definitely would go. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> I uh, mean, you know, 311 has their own island. 
Oh, that's right. I have heard about that. Do the Backstreet Boys have their own island? No, but they should. Yeah, so they that should. bags of money. Yeah. Uh, that would definitely apply to 311, I think. Oh, I'm sure. I, uh, I was... I'm sure. Although, you know what? Here's the thing. I yeah. feel like... Like, knowing... Th- like, I don't know them personally. But I feel like knowing their music and, like... I've seen them live uh, mm-hmm. several times. Um... But I feel like knowing 311 and their personalities, they just seem like really nice guys who love their fans, which is exactly the same thing as uh, the Backstreet Boys. Yeah. So maybe, yes, maybe this uh, these events do bring them money, um, but it seems like they genuinely, and I'm talking about both groups right now, Yeah. but it seems like they do genuinely really appreciate... Uh, their fan base mm-hmm. and they you know they want to give and yeah i mean i think you said like your the backstreet boys cruise is a thousand dollars that seems that seems like a good deal yeah uh, well and, it yeah. is a good deal and like the so there's like there's actually two things that you made me think of one was when you're talking about the 311 cruise there was someone that i was dating at the time and we, uh, our song was 311's love song. That was like our thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I heard about the 311 cruise, and this was actually before I ever went on the Backstreet Boys cruise. Mm-hmm. And I was going to surprise him with the cruise to 311 because that was our thing. But then we broke up, so that never happened. So luckily, did not spend my money on that. I mean, yeah. I would have gone. I would have enjoyed myself. Yeah, that would have been fun. It would have been fun. But there's that. Here's the thing. Uh, 311 has a video. um, Oh, I can't remember. I think it's... You know, I'm not going to say it because I'll forget it. But it's like an advertisement for their cruise, their last cruise, and for the upcoming cruise. And everybody there, uh, I feel like in the video, I feel like I wouldn't... um, I wouldn't get along with. Why uh, would you think you wouldn't get along with them? Uh, they just seem really uh, either like stereotypical, like yuppie or mm-hmm. broy mm-hmm. or you know white or um, <laughs> white, just white or uh, like white as in like somebody that listens to fish, but instead of fish, it's three eleven. <laughs> um, well, when I, so when I was. <laughs> When I was on the cruise, I was talking to one of the um, one of the people who worked there for like Rose Tours. That's who does like the cruises with the Backstreet Boys. And I was asking them, I was like, you know, what do you think about all of this? Um, like, how is this? And he's like, oh my God, it's so crazy. But he said to me, and I apologize for for who I'm going to reference in a little bit. But he said to me, he's like, I'll tell you though. He's like, this is so crazy, but these guys are so nice. And not only are, like, are they nice to their fans, but they're nice to the people who work there mm. as well. And I think that's really important. And he was saying, and, and he's like, there's other groups that do these cruises, like New Kids on the Block, and they were not as nice to yeah. the people who work there as the Backstreet Boys were. And again, like, no disrespect to New Kids or anything like that, but sure. that's what he said to me. And, um, and I think that's important because... Um, when Nick was doing, um, he was doing Dancing with the Stars a couple years ago, mm. and 
he I remember when every time that they would um, do a dance or whatever that was he would always thank every single person who worked on the show he yeah. would always be like thank you to the crew and to the dancers and the judges and blah 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 and I think that it's that, that really says a lot about people's character sure. because if you don't appreciate the people who, who do the actual work to make what you do look easy, then you don't have that kind of humility. And I think that that humility is not something that can always be taught, especially with that kind of fame and success that they've had. So I, right. I just think that's important to mention that. Nice. Yeah. Um, who is his dance partner? Oh, oh my God. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna... to... Sharna. Sharna, she had the red What's hair. What's a Sharna? Her name is, oh my God, I got to look her up on Instagram because I'm going to feel bad that I don't know her name. Well, what is she from? She, no, from Wait, Dance I thought you said Stars. her name was Sharna. Her, yeah, her name is Sharna from Dance with the Stars. But what is she from? What do you mean, where is she from? Oh, where is she from? Okay, so Nick is from the Backstreet Boys. Oh, no, where no, no. Is Sharna she's, from? she's just a professional dancer. So, like, how Dancing with the Stars uh, works is that there's a celebrity pa- uh, paired with a professional dancer. So, Sharna oh, really? Burgess, I think is her name, is the professional dancer. Oh, I always thought they paired up uh, two random celebrities? celebrities no no they pair the celebrity up with uh with a professional dancer and the professional dancer like teaches that celebrity how to dance basically okay. so um yeah so she was partnered with with nick and he made it all the way up to second place of the competition oh mm-hmm. uh who uh who won bindi the girl from the crocodile hunter's daughter oh she won I mean, she's so sweet. I just... Sure. Yeah. Um, was that the same season that uh, Steve-O was on it? No. Oh, then no, I probably no. won't watch it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, just that's being fine. honest. That, that's fair. We're nothing but truthful in this podcast. Um, right. We can be as truthful as we want because we'll edit it out later. That's true. Let's edit all the offensive stuff out later. Uh, yeah, so that was um, that was this embarrassing moment on day four, and the altercation on day three. So those were the lows, um, but we'll definitely bring up more highlights in our third and final part of our podcast for sure. Oh, you think we need to do a third part? We did say there was going to be three parts. Right. Three parts. And then we don't have <laughs> to go. For um, an hour as much. Did okay, you so I want to jump back okay. on a couple of things. Okay. Um, so on the on the earlier you mentioned like a thousand women mm-hmm. and five guys. Good restaurant. Um, <laughs> five guys. Please and, sponsor our podcast, please, <laughs> and give us fries. And each one had a uh, had a rose. No, no, they didn't. They didn't. Have, oh, it was like that. Yeah, it was an analogy oh, of the Bachelor. Yes, they gotcha. didn't have actual roses. The Bachelor on the TV show does have an actual rose. Mine was just metaphorical. Okay. Yeah. Because I was really confused about that. I'm sorry. Oh no, that's fine. I mean, that's my own thing. I should, I should know about the Bachelor, shouldn't I? No, you shouldn't. Because okay. it's garbage. Well, I don't. Uh... Yeah, and then we talked about the cost. 
Or did you want to get a little bit more into it? So yeah. $1,000 for this uh, Yeah, so thing. it all depends on where your room is on the boat. So, like, my friend and I, we did, like, the bottom, like, lower level of the boat where, you don't know, like, our room is just fine. Like, it's adequate because, you know, obviously, like, we're not going to spend our time in this room so as long as the bed is a clean place where i could sleep like that's all i need sure. so i think it was like 1200 for our room and again that covers like all of your meals so it's four nights with all your meals covered um you know on this boat and the only thing that you have to pay outside is you know whatever you decide to do when you visit the countries when you're making your stops uh, drinks, if you want to buy drinks, it's like five or six bucks for wine, like uh, maybe four bucks for beer, and you know, any souvenirs. So, say like you don't pay for that extra stuff, it's like 1200 to do like the bottom tier of the room, and then um, it probably it costed, uh, cost $900 to fly round trip to Europe, which I thought was a pretty good deal. Yeah, that's uh, not bad. So, we spent like between two to 3,000, I would say 3,000 was probably the most we spent, but you're thinking that um, that's including drinks, that's including what we did in Italy and France when we landed, that is including Barcelona, and when the room that we spent when we stayed in Barcelona when we were done with the cruise, because we spent the weekend in Barcelona after the cruise had ended, to definitely recover and yeah. uh yeah so i would probably say you know less than three grand was what was spent on that and i do think that it was worth it all things considered because like the experience um I, I mean it was definitely one of the craziest experiences i've ever had sure and it was uh it was one of the things that uh made this happen that's right that's right so uh so yeah, once our uh, followers start sending us money, we can stop after we hit three thousand, right? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um. So I got a question. Okay. Uh so we were talking about drinks, right? Yeah. Uh. I mean, I think I just. My uh, my brain just chimed in when I heard the word drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. So AJ, we know, doesn't drink. Yeah. Um, but let's go down the list for everybody else. Okay. Kevin, what is his favorite drink? Oh, or if Kevin... Okay, no, let's do this. Okay. Yes. Kevin, what is his... What does he like to drink? Do you know? I don't... I fe- can I guess what I think they drink? Because I don't know what they actually drink. I feel like Kevin would be... Any of them? Yeah. I don't know what any of them Not even Brian? I thought you said you follow them. I... Well, first of all, I don't see Brian... Brian doesn't label the drinks that he has when he has them. Even on the cruise, we had no idea what they were drinking. We were assuming it was beer. But I could guess what, like, each of their drinks are. Okay. Or Yes. All right. So what, what kind of drink do you think Kevin drinks? Well, Kevin likes... Football, so he probably likes Bud Light. <laughs> I was thinking an old fashioned. I feel like he would be an old fashioned if he was a drink. An old fashioned with Bud Light. Sure. Okay, so now we'll go to Howie. Uh, Mai Tai. Oh, why do you say that? 
Because um, I think that he is a tropical guy that likes to have like a fruity drink, laid back, super fun, Mai Tai. Cool. And then his maybe his uh, beer version would be uh, Lime Arita. Ooh. Yeah. Now let's do Nick. Oh, Nick. Uh, I'm going to say tequila shots. Nick is tequila shots. He is. Uh, I say that because he had a song on his solo album about tequila shots. So that's where I'm going to say his go-to is, is tequila shots. Mm. And that's probably what gets him in trouble. Okay. So I think if we went to beer, that would get you in trouble. Uh, Nick would be the equivalent of maybe a Steel Reserve. Oh. Or St. Ides. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That gives me a whole new perspective on Nick. <laughs> uh, What's your perspective now? Uh, stay away. <laughs> stay away. Um, um, okay, uh, Brian. Brian. Um, Brian is probably a Shirley Temple. <laughs> Trump doesn't drink alcohol, right? No, wait, what'd you say? Trump doesn't drink alcohol, right? Um, I think anybody that voted for him, that's now my, like, template for... Any, for what they like? Yeah, for everything. No, I've seen, I've seen Brian have beer, and he also has um, a cheeky booth built in his house. Like, him and his wife, I've seen they have, like, a little, like, mini bar area and a tiki booth. Ooh, okay. So, they are going against the grain of Trump, and they drink, for sure. So, Brian wouldn't be a Mai Tai, though? Um, no, I don't think he would be a Mai Tai. I think that he would be a margarita. Okay, well, then, then maybe he's the lime Or a pina colada. Oh, okay. We'll do yeah. that. Yeah, a pina yeah. colada, and then what would his beer be? You know, I the beer's wanna, better than I do. I just want to think maybe like, eh. what's well, a conservative beer? Uh, maybe he's like Budweiser. I was gonna say Budweiser. Okay. Yeah. And then okay, so uh, now even though AJ, to my knowledge, does not drink, I'm gonna go with what he probably used to drink, and I'm gonna say Jack Daniels. Okay, and if Jack Daniels was uh, non-alcoholic. We'll just say water. Yeah, water. So AJ's drink of choice is water with lime. Uh-huh. And what would his beer version be? Old Duels, because that's non-alcoholic. Right? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I was trying to think of something else, but I guess that's what it would be. Mm-hmm. Or uh, root beer. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but yeah, maybe for the uh, maybe for the uh, AJ episode, uh, it'll be drink root beer every time mm. one of us says, "Well, whatever we decide for that episode." I like that. Aww. Yeah. Um, you know, I apologize that part two of the cruise was a bit dark and edgy, but just like us, we are dark and edgy. And part three is going to be all of the happy endings and all of the, like, fluffy things. So we'll come and end in a very nice, pretty bow. Okay? Um, Listeners, just so you know. Between the two of us, who do you think's the dark one and who do you think's the edgy one? Between you and I? Yeah. 
Oh, I mean, on the outside, you look like the dark and edgy one, but I think it's me. I'm the dark, edgy one. No, we can only be one. Me. No, I mean, <laughs> only one of us can be edgy, and only one of us can be dark. Which one's dark and which one's edgy? I think you might be the edgy one. You think I'm the edgy one? Well, I think edgy is... I mean, edgy, I think edgy is like synonymous with maybe like a kind of like a spontaneous type of uh so unstable like off the rails maybe type thing so Where I'm dark unstable. is just kind of like a consistent like i feel like i'm consistently how i am mm-hmm. where you can jump back and forth so again i'm unstable or and unpredictable. unpredictable yeah great uh if all of the backstreet boys were single which one do you think would be looking for a partner who is Unstable and edgy. God, I hope it's Nick. <laughs> Probably. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Probably. Out of everything we talked about now, I think he sounds the grimmest. <laughs> grimmest. Grimace, which is that purple thing from the McDonald's commercial, right? Maybe, maybe that's his new name, is Grimace. <laughs> and then all the promo stuff, I'll just Photoshop that purple thing. <laughs> And that's Nick. There you go. Uh, oh. Okay, so... No, I'm done with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I can't think of anything else. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything... So, uh, so our next episode, we're going to touch on all of the great aspects of the... <laughs> Backstreet Boys Cruise because this one definitely didn't do it. <laughs> this is definitely. No, sir, uh, it did not. <laughs> uh, yeah, this was definitely. Um, this would be what we would call um, the roses and thorns of this episode. This was the thorns of the cruise, okay? This was, we talked about the thorns. The final and third part, we'll talk about the roses because you know what? This is, this is why I wanted to talk about the bad stuff, and here's why. I made a conscious effort to do that for two reasons. Reason number one was that um, I feel like everybody only talks about the good things that happen, and that's false and bullshit, so we're, I'm not doing that. Right. And then secondly, like as much as I love the Backstreet Boys, what I appreciate about this podcast is that Um, not everything is perfect and neither are they and neither are the experiences and if we don't talk about some of those things then it's really all just smoke and mirrors and that's just not how I roll so that's that's why I thought it was important to talk about some of the lows on what was a great great trip overall nice so sorry just to jump back to what you just said Uh, you were talking about smoke and mirrors Mm -hmm. How many smoke and mirrors were on the Backstreet Boys cruise that you went on? <laughs> none. There were none. There were no mirrors? There's no mirrors or smoke on the cruise. I mean, so, like... In, so you weren't able to look at yourself at all, ever? But like, no, I'm talking about, like, there's mirrors in, like, the bathrooms, but not, like, outside of the bathrooms. Uh, and nobody smoked? I mean, oh, you're talking about, like, smoking? Like, no, I... Well, I'm sure people smoked. I don't... I don't recall a lot of that happening. Maybe I stayed away from that. I'm not a smoker, so I wasn't around any of the areas where there were smokers. Mm. Nice. I'm sure there was. 
Sure. Well, yeah. Uh, catch us next week while we uh, wrap up on the Backstreet Boys cruises with part three. Uh, we have been usually dropping every episode on. Well, we've only done one. Uh, at this point, it'll be two once you hear this. Unless we decide to put this one out before the first one, <laughs> which uh, sounds psychotic. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, tune in next week when we put out the third episode. Or the third part. Episode the, four. Episode four of the Backstreet Boys Cruise. Part three. Yep. Yep. Bye. Bye. I don't know. That's curse like a sailor. That's a phrase that I heard Kevin use once. (laughs) Or maybe it was Brian. Probably Brian. (laughs) I think swearing hurts his ears. Probably. (laughs)